Take a deep breath and remember there's a power breathing you. This is your space of sanity in an evolving world where we learn about spiritual law and how to apply it to our lives in a way that is practical and life-changing. This is where we remember truth to make the world a better place one person at a time. I'm Claire Lotier, inspirational speaker, teacher of the technology of transformation, and a certified life mastery consultant and spiritual coach. Welcome to the Grace Space. We're continuing our series on the gifts of grace, these amazing faculties that we've been gifted with that are our interface with the infinite intelligence, whose purpose is to help us literally create anything we want. Now listen to this. You can have anything you really want. You can have anything you're willing to get into harmony with. You don't realize the power you have. If you did, you would right now, this very minute, be living the life of your dreams. So would I. We're all learning about the power that we have. So if we're not yet living the life of our dreams, it's because we haven't fully understood who we really are. And we haven't fully understood yet how to work with the law. And we learn by studying. And we learn by repeating over and over again. Now, each of us is on our own evolutionary arc. We're all working with a current level of awareness. And once you become aware that there's more for you, you begin to consciously choose to expand your awareness. No matter where you are in the upward spiral of your own becoming, there's always more. You never get to the end. Mastery is a process of greater and greater unfolding. It's like a flower with an infinity of petals that keeps opening up to greater and greater magnificence and glory. This is what happens inside you when you start to understand the law. The laws of the universe are the permanent principles by which it operates, and they'll never change. They're like the rules of the game. And if you learn how to follow those rules, to be obedient to those rules, you're absolutely guaranteed to win, to create what you want to create in your life, and to expand your horizons more and more and more. Why? Because this is a universe of law and order. There is absolute perfection and precision at work in every aspect of its functioning. This is why if you plant an acorn, you get an oak tree and not something else. If you try to go against the law, you're in for a lot of frustration. And that's where most people are in their consciousness. It's like trying to swim upstream. It's a lot harder to swim upstream than it is to be carried by the current. Most people spend their lives trying to swim upstream, exhausting themselves and not really getting anywhere. Life can be so much easier if we just learn how to get into the flow of it. The beautiful thing is that anyone can do this. You don't need to be particularly smart or educated. And well, certainly our present educational system is not teaching anyone about universal law because they don't know anything about it. But one day, these principles will be taught in school because learning how to get into the flow of universal law is the number one most important thing you need to know in life. That's what a real education consists of. 
Anything else you learn in school is just going to be gravy on top of that, and that's good. In fact, currency with universal law is going to be considered the new standard of literacy. Learning how to live and learning how to think is primary. If you understand the law and your higher mental faculties, imagination, intuition, memory, will, reason, and perception, if you know how they work and how to use them, you can create anything. You can draw to yourself everything you need to live the life you want to live. You will never be exploitable. You are sovereign and self-determining. Anyone can do this because these capacities belong to every human being. Every human being is made in the image of God with the exact same power of creation as the creator. This is not philosophy. This is physics. Let it in. My intention in creating the grace space was to give you a place to be reminded of truth. In a world where appearances often seem to be in contradiction with truth and where more and more we're bombarded by falsehood to the point of absurdity, this is a space in your day where you affirm your sovereignty as a divine being and the conscious creator of your reality. This is a space for inspiring you and supporting you in your journey of understanding who and whose you are. So that together, we can uplift ourselves and uplift other people and ultimately elevate the frequency of humanity so that we can create heaven on earth. This is ascension. I'm joining my light to the light of other light workers who are doing this each in their own way. And when you decide to anchor the light of your soul by saying yes to a life that you would truly love living, you become a lighthouse too. This is how the world changes. Because the point of power is within. It's within you. It's within me. When consciousness changes, everything changes. Be the change you want to see in the world, as Gandhi said. So what do you think of when you hear the word reason? This is our theme today, the higher mental faculty and spiritual gift of reason. Here's some definitions of reason from the dictionary. The power of comprehending, inferring, or thinking, especially in orderly, rational ways, intelligence. Proper exercise of the mind. Sanity. The sum of the intellectual powers. How many times have you heard the words, be reasonable? (laughs) Well, dictionary says, being reasonable is to be in accordance with reason, not extreme or excessive, moderate, fair, inexpensive, having the faculty of reason, possessing sound judgment. But once again, I'm going to ask you to think outside the box. When I speak of your higher mental faculty, your divine gift of reason, I'm actually talking about the right use of your thinking. And it turns out that when you truly use your higher mental faculty of reason, you end up sometimes being anything but reasonable according to conventional thinking. To use your faculty of reason is to cause yourself to remember that the information you receive from your five senses represents current state reality. In other words, it reflects your current state of mind, your current state of being. And your current state of being has a vibration. 
And that vibration is emitted through your brain and spinal cord, through the cerebrospinal fluid, into the near surround. You may not be able to see it, but there is a measurable electromagnetic frequency being discharged by you at every moment. It has a frequency just like a radio. So just like a radio, when you're tuned to any certain frequency, you can only receive what is on that frequency. If you're tuned to the AM frequency 1010 on the radio, you're going to receive the programming that's on that frequency and not something else. Likewise, if your frequency is tuned to states of lack, limitation, and fear, you're only going to receive what is on that frequency. And your five senses will perceive only what is compatible with that frequency because they are not objective. Don't think that they are. They are not the impartial observers and perceivers that we think they are. This is a mistake. Your five senses perceive what your paradigm tells them to perceive, and they deliver accordingly. Remember, we all have programming, paradigms in the subconscious mind, which absolutely determine our perception, our experience, and our results. And the five senses perceive according to the paradigm. You know this is true. Think about how many times you completely missed something in your environment that was obvious to someone else or vice versa. If your brain doesn't have a context for something, it will filter it out and you'll either reject it, ignore it, or be completely unaware of its existence. Here's an example. I still remember the time when I was a child and I went to play at the neighbor's house. The little girl who was my friend was called Danya. I can still see her. She'd just been given a game of cards, and we sat down to play it. She laid all the cards out on the floor face down and told me the object of the game was to find a match and remember where it was. So I went through the entire game, turning over the cards every time it was my turn, looking for a match. <laughs> looking for a card with a match on it, as in matches because my father was a smoker in those days and he lit his cigarettes with a match. So I was looking for the image of a match on the cards and completely ignoring the fact that there were matches among the cards. In other words, two of the same card, which you were supposed to remember and pick up and put aside and whoever had the most matches won the game. Needless to say, I lost because my paradigm gave me one meaning for the word match, and I missed the point entirely. So understanding and accepting that we don't see things as they are, but as we are, is the first step to learning how to truly think. True thinking is when you shut down your senses and turn inward to the higher faculties to tap into the spiritual essence of who you are. To use your faculty of reason is to remember that the truth is you are an infinite being. That is your basis. And you have higher gifts, intuition, imagination, will, memory, reason, and perception. And that you are hooked up to an infinite internet. No matter what you need, the universe has got it. And the universe is right where you are. There's one power that can neither be created nor destroyed, that it's its own cause and effect, and it's everywhere and equally present across all time, space, and dimension. You have access to a mind that can tell you anything you want to know through your higher mental faculties. Using our higher faculty of reason, we can cause ourselves to recognize the difference between appearances and truth, between our paradigm 
and truth. Reason allows us to perceive the angle of difference between our perception of things and truth. Now, when I use the word truth, I'm speaking of truth with a capital T. I'm speaking of the law, the permanent principles that operate with absolute perfection and precision and that never change. It's precisely because of this angle of difference between what we perceive on the level of facts and appearances and universal truth that we've been given the gift of reason. In order to grow, in order to bring forth our own greatness, we need to remember that despite appearances, we can create anything we want. That we are the determiners of the reality that we experience. There are facts in the world, but they don't have to determine us. We don't deny them. We all have to navigate them. But we don't have to make agreement with the energies of lack and limitation and fear that the facts often represent. We don't have to allow them to determine how we show up in the world. That is using your faculty of reason. The untrained mind tends to take the form of whatever it observes. For example, when we see appearances of poverty, we tend to believe in poverty. It's what we see. So we give it power. And the more power we give it, the likelier we are to express it. When we see appearances of illness and we believe in disease, we give our power over to that and we become more likely to express that. Poverty is an appearance, but the truth is always abundance. Disease is an appearance, but the truth is always wholeness, harmony, balance. But because we are creator beings... And we create automatically whatever we hold in mind with a strong feeling, whether we fear it or revere it, as Napoleon Hill said, we will create it. This is why it's so important to learn how to really think. You probably believe you know how to think or that you're thinking all the time, but the kind of thinking we're talking about here is true thinking. Only about 1% of the population consciously engage in true thinking. True thinking is not mental activity. Mental activity, that's what most people are engaged in. Mental activity is an ongoing and automatic function of the mind that cannot be stopped because it's the nature of the mind to produce thoughts. But the mind, if untrained, will be engaged in mental activity at the frequency of thought that is dominant for you. We believe that we're free human beings, but the truth is that most of us are functioning on automatic and being run by our programming. That's not true thinking. That's the expression of your paradigm. As long as we're living that way, we cannot call ourselves truly free. Let's be honest about that. The mass paradigm of humanity is still rooted in fear, lack, scarcity, limitation, competition. When people live in those frequencies, they're much easier to control. But you don't have to participate in that. If you're even a little bit awake, and if you're listening to this, it's because you attracted it to yourself by your vibration. You can choose differently. You can use your higher faculty of reason to remember the truth of your being. You are unlimited. You are a magnificent being, a divine spirit, temporarily having a human experience for the purpose of learning, growth, and the expression of your unique higher purpose. This is why. You've been given these gifts of grace. Use your higher faculty of reason to consciously think truth, align with truth, and be truth, regardless of appearances. 
Now, the irony of this is when you start to really use your higher faculty of reason, you may be accused of being unreasonable. Remember the definition, reasonable as in accordance with reason, moderate, possessing sound judgment, according to conventional thinking. When someone tells you to be reasonable, often what they mean is cut your expectations down to size. Don't get ahead of yourself or play it safe. That kind of reasonable is what keeps us in our comfort zone. But the thing is, your dream life is not in your comfort zone. The greater you is not in your comfort zone. It's not inside your paradigm. It's outside of that. In order to bring forth your greater potential, you're going to have to do things differently than you've ever done them before. And you're going to have to do them differently than about 97% of the population. You're going to start to truly think. When you truly think, you tap into the infinite power that's flowing into your consciousness as pure, raw, undifferentiated, creative power, which you can then formulate into a picture called a thought. When you have a collection of thoughts directed toward a purpose, it forms an idea. You have the capacity to choose your thoughts and put those thoughts together into an idea, which if you hold in mind, will turn into a thing. This is how to consciously create a reality. To merge with your destiny stream, at times you're going to have to operate in ways that seem unreasonable or illogical. Years ago, I backed out of a work contract at the Stratford Festival. I had eight months of paid work ahead of me. I had stability, security, being at home. But in spite of the prospect of having no income, damaging my professional reputation at the time, turning my personal life upside down, I walked away from that job. And in a larger sense, the familiar life I had led up till then. And I walked into the unknown. It was a totally uncharacteristic move on my part at that time. Why would I do something that seemed so unreasonable and illogical? Well, three weeks before, a life-changing event had occurred. It altered my perspective. It caused an inner expansion, and it reignited a long-held, fervent desire to set myself free. The energies of my soul came pouring forth, and every fiber of my being knew it was time to decide whom I was going to serve, the little me of my ego personality or the divine presence within me. I had met my spiritual teacher, and from that moment on, my life path changed course, like a little stream joining a mighty river. All I wanted to do was be around him and soak up everything he had to teach me, and he was in France. And that was the beginning of four years of intense personal transformation and many months spent away from my husband, my friends, my colleagues, and the life that I'd known. I went through many trials. It was a crucible. Although I didn't understand it at the time, I had tapped into my higher gift of reason. I turned inward away from the emphasis on appearances, the voices in my head telling me I was crazy, the fear of sabotaging everything I'd built in my life personally and professionally, the dread of having no income, all the worries that my small self had about the details of life. And I surrendered to something higher. There was a part of me that knew I was an infinite spirit, that I had a greater purpose, and I was longing to express it. I wanted to let that come through. That part of me knew that taking a flying leap into the unknown was exactly what was needed for me to grow beyond the paradigm I was operating from back then. 
From my perspective as a spiritual coach, I encourage my clients to connect to that energy of the soul as it expresses itself through their longing and discontent, and to ask themselves the all-important question, what would I love? To discover, define, and design their dream life, because it's the dream that causes us to expand. And whatever the content of your dream life, as wonderful as it is when you start to bring forth those elements, the essence of the experience of growth is the unfolding of who you have to become in order to bring forth your dream life, because that version of yourself already exists on a higher frequency. And when we learn to embody that higher frequency by thinking truth and making agreement only with truth, That's when everything changes. So here's a practice to help you connect to your higher faculty of reason. Step one, ask yourself, what do I really want in life? If I could have anything, what would I really love in the areas of health, relationships, vocation, and time and money freedom? And be honest with yourself. Keep in mind that most of us are not yet living the life we would choose if we were truly free. Most people live the life they have to, based on their current circumstances. So if your current circumstances were not a factor, and you could create your life any way you wanted to, what would you love? Step two, write it all down. Starting with the words, I'm so happy and grateful, now that. And describe this life in detail. Write it as if you were living that life right now, as if it had already happened. Step three, take an element from that dream life. What is one element that has a lot of electricity for you, excitement? It might seem beyond your ability to achieve right now. This is good. Write it down on a three by five card that you carry around with you. Look at it in the morning and in the evening. Step four, notice how you feel when you look at that goal that you've written down. Remind yourself of the truth by affirming to yourself, I am an infinite spiritual being having a human experience. Anything I can envision, I can bring about by the infinite creative power within me. The power which gave me this desire knows how to bring it into existence. I am open and receptive to the ideas, inspirations, and opportunities the universe offers me for the one thing I can do right now to serve this aspect of my dream life. Step five, practice this morning and night or as often as needed for 28 days. See what happens. Now, here are some tips to help you. When you practice this, Do it with ease and grace. The minute you try to force anything, realize you're not in the flow. When you work in concert with the laws of the universe, you don't have to try hard. You don't have to push. Instead, allow, open, and make welcome. Simply focus your thought energy, which is the most potent and powerful energy in the universe, by impressing the images of your goal into your deeper mind with a feeling of gratitude that this has already happened. The gift of reason, correctly applied, will enable you to see the opportunities all around you and to seize them. Let me know how you go. Thank you for joining me in the Grace Space, where you're always in the right place. 
If you love this podcast, I invite you to subscribe to it and submit a review if you feel called to do so. Also, be sure to sign up for my newsletter right here. I look forward to spending this time with you again next week. Meanwhile, I send you love and blessings. Bye for now.